0: Chapter 16 The sun had begun to set, when he finally stepped foot off Ruta again. Mifa had steered it to the East Reservoir Dam, lowering the platform until it lined up with the previously submerged walkway. The excess water had begun to drain out of the reservoir now that the rain had stopped, exposing the white stone. As Link stepped off of the platform, he looked back and saw Mifa standing in the doorway. She raised a hand in farewell, and then disappeared from his view. Ruta began to move again, rising up on its powerful legs and wading through the water, to the nearby edge of the reservoir, where it took up its place to watch the distant Hyrule Castle. He watched quietly as Mipha moved her divine beast into position. She would remain there and wait for Link's signal before making the journey to the castle. He hated the idea of forcing her to wait for him any longer than she already had to, but she assured him that this was far better than it had been. The influence of Calamity Ganon had disappeared completely from her divine beast, Even the strange dark ooze had disappeared upon the creature's demise. She was no longer around the terrible creature that had kept her trapped there. She had hope again. When she had positioned the divine beast, he turned, holding on to her trident. It glinted in the light of the setting sun. He walked down the long, crisscrossing stairwell. As he descended, he thought of the memories that had been recovered, along with hints at other things that he had discovered in the process. He still only had a few distinct memories, mostly of Mipha, but he felt that much had been revealed to him as a result. His past had begun to be revealed to him, though it was still very much so skeletal in his mind. It was a start. Unfortunately, though, there had been some things revealed to him. The things left dark seemed all more daunting as a result. The other champions were little more than names and faces to him. His family was completely unknown to him his training as a knight, what he had liked and disliked his home. All of these things were still lost to him. He knew his father had been a royal knight, and that Link had followed in his footsteps. He must have had a mother, though, right? What of her? What of siblings, aunts and uncles? Was he the last of his family, or were their distant relations still alive in or around Hatano village? And what of Princess Zelda? Link hesitated standing halfway down the staircase. He looked out at Zora's domain, stretching before him, and then he reached for his Sheikah slate. He opened up the picture gallery and found the image of Princess Zelda standing alongside Pura, and the man she told him was Robbie. He looked into the slightly embarrassed face of the woman standing in the center. He had been her knight. It had been his responsibility to protect her, his duty. So why did he have the feeling that their relationship had been more than this. He felt the same compulsion now to save her that he did when he first saw her face. Deep within him, a well of emotions rose. Pain, determination, joy, sadness, anger. Without knowing why, he was left with a roiling pit of emotions and nothing to direct them towards. Why did the very image of this woman confuse him so? He put the Sheikah slate away, and continued down the stairs, deciding that he did not want to think of those things at the moment. They would have to be faced eventually, but in light of his and Mepha's victory, he decided that it could wait for another day. Link saw the first Zora as he neared the bottom steps of the dam. The Zora was familiar to him, though it took Link a moment to remember her name, despite her distinct lavender color. When she saw him, she came running, calling over her shoulder. Baz came into view, hurrying after her. Gaddison. That was it. Her name was Gaddison. She was one of his old friends from before. Link, Gaddison said. Prince Adon told us what happened. Has the Divine Beast truly been tamed? You entered it? Before Link could respond, Baz gasped, pointing at the trident in Link's hand. What is that? Caddison's eyes flicked to it and opened wide in shock. Is that? Link gave them a moment before speaking, standing a little taller than before. It is. I was entrusted with it after defeating the blight left behind by Calamity Ganon. Calamity Ganon? Baz said, eyes widening. Was that thing controlling the divine beast? Link nodded. And you destroyed it? Caddison asked eyes darting back to look at Link. Yes, Link hesitated, wondering how he should properly state this. No matter what words he chose in his head, they sounded melodramatic. With help from Mipha's spirit. Silence followed this pronouncement. Baz and Gaddison each glanced at each other before looking back to Link. Finally, Gaddison spoke again. We need to get you back to the king and on Prince on sustained some injuries in the fight against the Lazolfos. That's why he sent us instead of coming himself. At Link's worried expression, she added, "He's going to be all right. He just needed to be seen by the healers before they let him go anywhere." Link exhaled in relief and nodded. "Good. I need to speak with him anyway." They walked quickly back towards the city. Link had to nearly jog to keep up with the Zora's long strides, but he managed. As they walked, Baz and Gaddison filled him in on what had happened while he was in the Divine Beast. The Lazolfos had indeed made a strong push deep into Zora's domain, killing the scouts keeping watch in the process. It was sheer happenstance that they were spotted when they were. A pair of Zora had been out gathering fish when one of them saw Lazolfo drinking water just downriver. They had immediately swum back upriver to warn the others. The battle had been a fierce one. Lazolfos were nearly as adept in the water as Zora and the forces clashed both in the water and on land. The Zora had superior numbers, but the Lizalfos had brought additional shock arrows that they had gotten from somewhere. In the end, however, the Lizalfos had been routed, largely in part thanks to Sidon. He had led his own squad around Rudo Mountain to come up behind the Lazolfos. Sidon himself led the charge and battled the lead Lazolfo, defeating it, though sustaining several injuries in the process. Leaderless and surrounded the remaining Lazolfos broke, diving into the river and fleeing. Zora chased them all the way out of Zora's domain. As they neared the city, it became clear to Link that it was in a state of celebration. Colorful banners flapped merrily in the wind. A large crowd gathered in the square near Mufa's fountain, and he thought that he could hear the faint sounds of music being played. He could even see the hulking figure of King Dorafin, who had taken up a place to one side of the square, sitting in a throne that had been moved there for him. He did not immediately spot Sedan in the crowd. As the three of them reached the bridge, another pair of Zora were standing guard, spears held high. They two reacted strongly at the sight of Link, speaking quickly to each other before one of them turned and dove off the bridge. It would likely be quicker for the Zora to swim across the lake and up the waterfall than to run all the way across the bridge to the city. The remaining Zora watched them pass, eyes on Link and the trident in his hand. The next Zora that they saw were waiting for them at the end of the bridge, just as they reached the city. Several of the elders had gathered, but Link ignored their stunned looks, locking eyes instead with the tall Sedan, who stood in their center. Link saw that he had indeed been injured in the battle. His legs had been wrapped in a bandage, and one of his head fins bore a cut that would likely scar, though it had stopped bleeding. A small cut adorned one of his elbow fins as well. Link! Sedan called as they approached and walked forward in large strides, his mouth split into a wide grin. His steps faltered a moment later as his eyes fell on the trident. The light scaled trident, he said breathless. You found it in the divine beast? He cut off as Link stepped forward and held the trident out to him. Sedan's eyes widened and he took a step back. Link, how could I take that out of everything that you've... She asked me to give it to you. Link said, keeping his tone soft. He wished that the other Zora weren't standing around them. This is something that he would have preferred to do in private. There was no helping it now. Sidon's eyes widened. Is she alive? Link winced at Sidon's question. He should have worded that better. No. Mipha is... She was killed by Ganon. However, her spirit remains within Varuta. She assisted me in retaking it, and even controls it now. She asked me to give this to you. Silence fell between them. For a time no one spoke before, finally, Sedan kneeled on the bridge so that he could be eye-level with Link. One of the Zor elders made a disparaging sound, but Sedan ignored him. His eyes searched Link's, trying to understand. They flickered toward the trident, and then back to him. She... spoke to you? His voice was a whisper. And she wanted to give me a trident? She says that she's proud of you. Link smiled at the Zora prince and once again held the trident out to him. Take it, Sidon. Sidon remained speechless for several seconds. Link could see a bit of emotions warring with themselves beneath his unusually veiled expression. Finally, he exhaled slowly and smiled, reaching forward. And squeezing Link's shoulder tightly. Thank you, my friend. This means more to me than... Sidon cleared his throat, overcome with emotion. After he collected himself, he smiled again and stood, taking the trident from Link's hand. As his fingers closed around the silver haft, he stood up straighter, taking a deep breath. He met Link's eyes once more and gave him a quick wink before turning to face the elders. Link, Is a hero to the Zora people, Sidon spoke with a sharpness that had not been there before. He has saved us again from forces that threatened our homes. He has recovered a treasure beyond accounting, and he freed my sister's spirit from Ganon. He was the friend to the throne one hundred years ago, and he remains one today. If I hear one of you speak ill of him again, even a word... There will be a reckoning. I will personally dole out whatever punishment I see fit. Is that understood? Silence followed the proclamation, which had been given with all the authority of the Zora crown. The elders all looked shocked, but that shock eventually gave way to shame. Muzu, his green skin paler than normal, finally shuffled forward. He glanced toward Link, and then back up at Sidon. Yes, your highness. Muzu's eye shifted to Link. It would seem that we were wrong about you, Link. You have more than proven yourself, and I hope that you will forgive me for my petulance. Link nodded at him, not really sure what to say to the old Zora. He supposed that he still felt irritation towards the whole group of elders. They had been whispering behind his back and speaking out against him to King Dorafin since he arrived two days prior. However, now that he had regained some of his memories of Mifa, he could understand why she was so loved, and why her loss still caused them pain. Excellent, Sidon smiled broadly, the air of command fading as quickly as it appeared. Now, I think we need to get back. My father will want to hear a full accounting of what happened. And besides, we still have a celebration to attend. Sidon placed a hand on Link's shoulder, leading him through the group of elders, many of whom looked down unwilling to meet Link's eyes. The two of them walked together at the front of the column of Zora, down towards the gathered crowd. The celebration in Zora's domain only grew more joyful when King Dorothan, tears in his eyes, announced to his people that Link freed Mipha's spirit and killed the creature that had inhabited the Divine Beast. The ensuing cheer that erupted from the crown had nearly deafened Link, but that was nothing compared to the distant trumpeting of Ruta, which followed the cheer. A hush fell over the crowd as Ruta trumpeted her own seeming joy at being freed. The cheer that followed this was even louder than the first, and seemed to cause the foundation of Zora's domain to tremble. It was clear that Link's position among the Zora people had changed dramatically from that moment on. Not only were the elders no longer speaking out against him, but the looks he received from many of the other Zora bordered on worshipful now. He was met with grins and friendly greetings, many from Zora that had only the day before greeted him with angry stares and cold shoulders. He also noticed very quickly that a number of Zora women and youths had suddenly become very interested in spending time near Link. Sidon smiled when Link mentioned it, telling him that he would get used to it, and after a while he wouldn't even notice the fan club. Sidon gave Link a purple-colored ale made from a fermented berry and fish oil. It had a strangely sweet yet fishy taste, it was also much stronger than anything Link had since he woke up. After that, Link's recollections of the night became hazy. He spent most of it with Sidon and Cass, though Baz, Gaddison, and Riven had joined them for a time as well. Riven's daughter, Dunma, had also briefly joined them, though Link thought that that was more to prevent her father from getting too drunk on the ale. They all sat together in one of the pavilions positioned on the walkways that circled the city. At some point, Link recalled getting into an arm wrestling competition with Gaddison, who beat him soundly. Cass played music and sang some happy ballads. Riven was pulled away by Dunma. Baz had to leave, to relieve some of the guards who had not been able to take part in the celebrations. Gaddison announced that she was too drunk and was going to bed, diving off the side of the walkway into the lake far below. Eventually, even Cass put away his instruments and bade Link and Sidon on a good night. When they were the only two remaining, Sedan looked over at Link from across the small table between them. The alcohol didn't affect him nearly to the degree that it had Link. Sedan still looked quite clear-eyed. Link, on the other hand, felt far more relaxed than he'd felt since he first woke up on the Great Plateau. He would probably need Sedan's help to walk back to the square, lest he lose his balance. At that thought, Link couldn't help but to snort into his cup of ale. Sedan looked at him, raising his eyebrow. Link lowered his mug. I was just thinking that it would be very ironic if after killing a Lionel and freeing the Divine Beast, I died by getting drunk and falling off of Zora's domain. Oh, I'm sure that wouldn't kill you. It would hurt, perhaps. Link glanced over the small railing to the nearly black water far below. No, I'm pretty sure that that would kill me. Sedan glanced over curiously. Alien physiology is... Different than Zora's, I suppose. Good to know, Sidon grinned broadly at Link. I will forego throwing you over the edge as a prank then. What? At this incredulous look, undoubtedly helped along by the alcohol, Sidon burst out laughing. After a moment of confusion, Link's laughter joined his. It felt good to laugh. They sat together well into the night, after most other revelers had since gone to their watery homes below the city. Sedan had long since finished the last of their pitcher of ale, and the buzz had begun to wear off Link. As the distant skyline began to grow faintly brighter with the first hints of dawn, Sedan turned, looking towards the dark crystalline cliffs surrounding the eastern reservoir lake. I'm sure she would welcome a visit, Link said. I don't know what I should say to her. Think how I felt, Link said, smiling wryly. He touched the tunic he was wearing. He had put his champion's tunic back on, after Koda had offered to repair his Zora armor for him. I showed up wearing her engagement present. Sidon looked back at him, eyes widening. I hadn't even considered that. Well, I don't think anyone expected Mipha's spirit to be waiting for me to arrive. Link got up, walking over to the side of the pavilion that Sidon was sitting on, leaning against the rail, and looking towards where he knew Mifa waited within Ruta. I wish I could remember more of her. I wonder what I would have said to her and she asked me before the calamity. He paused. But that doesn't matter now. What does matter is that you should go see her. I don't know how it works with spirits, but I'm sure that she would love to speak with you. Sidon took a deep breath and looked over at Link, nodding. You're right. Tomorrow. I'll show you where the shrine is. And then I'll go see her. Earlier in the evening, Link described Sheikah Shrines to Sidon, and asked him if he knew of any nearby. Sidan informed him of the location of one that he knew about, to the west of Zora's Domain, near a place he called the Veiled Falls, offering to take him. Good, Link said, settling back down in one of the cushioned seats that rounded the pavilion. So, which divine beast will you free next? Sidon asked a short time later. Link had been considering that, but it seemed to him that the answer was obvious. I'll head north, to the Gorons. Hopefully, the Divine Beast isn't going to cause the volcano to flood Hyrule with magma. Yes, I would imagine that would be quite unfortunate. Probably. They both shared a smile. After a moment, Sidon took a deep breath. Thank you, Link that you've accomplished so much in such a short amount of time. It's astounding. It's no wonder my sister held you in such high regard. I couldn't have done anything without help, Link said, feeling uncomfortable with the sudden change in subject. Both you and Mifid did just as much as I did. Sidon laughed, as if Link had made a joke. When his laughter subsided again, he smiled broadly. My friend... If you ever have any need, I promise you that we will do whatever we can to assist you. When you have successfully freed all four of the Divine Beasts and are preparing to face the Calamity, do not hesitate to call on the Zora. We will be ready to give aid. Link smiled at Sidon gratefully and looked back towards the dam and where he knew the distant Divine beast stood Sentinel. Looking at the dam sparked a memory in his mind, and he frowned looking back at Sidon. Sidon, earlier in the morning, you said that the dam was sabotaged. That's right. Some kind of explosives were used to weaken it. We are lucky we realized it when we did. If we hadn't noticed it before the Lazolfo attack, we probably wouldn't have caught it in time before it broke completely. Link frowned, mulling over this new information. Why were the Lazolfos trying to attack... If they'd just planned to flood everything anyway, don't they want the river itself? It was Sidon's turn to frown now, sitting up straighter and looking at Link. The Lizalfos have never used explosives before, and the water from the dam would have just as likely killed them as it would have us. Even if it didn't, they would have been swept away. So it was just a distraction? If so, it was a bad one. It would have disastrous effects if it had broken and our soldiers wouldn't have been charged with fixing the den what if the lazalfo attack was the distraction they both fell silent considering the implications finally sedan spoke again who gave the lazalfo so many shock arrows most likely whoever tried to destroy the dam link frowned deeply looking at the glowing luminous stone that decorated the center of the table in the pavilion. It made sense. The Lozolfos could have been responsible for either the explosion at the dam or the attack on Zora's domain. But it was unlikely they would have been responsible for both. They contradicted each other. This is concerning, Sedan said. We will have to post guards at the dam. The Ritala dam is more vulnerable and leaves more Hylians at risk. Do you have any idea who could be responsible? Link shook his head. Maybe if he'd had more memories, he would know. But right now, we have to assume it's someone working for Ganon. Which means you may encounter other forms of sabotage. Link took a deep breath, exhaling through his nose. It wasn't that surprising. He was fighting to thwart a creature like Calamity Ganon. It only made sense that Ganon would have someone working to thwart him. Thoughts of shadow figures in the night kept his mind occupied, even after he and Sidon finally parted ways and he walked back to the inn. The sky continued to grow lighter overhead, but Link simply pulled the blanket over his face to try and shut out the morning. As he slept, his dreams formless and nonsensical, a voice rang out in his mind, clear as though she were standing beside his bed. I worried that with your memory loss... You might have been unwilling, but no. I recognize now that I was foolish for such thoughts. You have never shied away from your destiny before. You've already come so far, Link. I know that your road will get harder, but know that I will buy you as much time as I can. I will keep Ganon at bay. Be strong. You are not alone. Link woke from his slumber. End of part one.